Welcome to Readjusting My Crown Podcast, a show designed to help you release patterns that no longer serve you and claim the life of happiness, healing, and success you deserve on your terms. I'm your host, Carlicia Lewis, and I'm passionate about empowering you to put your best foot forward in order to live your life unapologetically. Every week, you'll get insight and tips on different topics surrounding personal development, establishing and maintaining relationships with others, and overall working to become the very best version of you. Be sure to head over to the Readjusting My Crown Facebook page to continue the conversation after each episode. Let's get started. Hey, my Thrivers, we are back for episode four of the Readjusting My Crown podcast. We're over halfway through the first month in 2020, and I wanted to do a January check-in with you guys. After the rush to make New Year's resolutions and set goals at the end of the year before in the very beginning of the month, the motivation and excitement tends to start dying down like two to three weeks later for many people. But I'm here to encourage you to keep putting in the work and setting the tone you want to have for your growth all year round. Time is definitely flying by, at least for me it is. I returned to work recently after being out for over a month, I guess almost a month and a half, due to the surgery I told you guys about briefly in the last episode. So this week and last week were all about getting back into routine for me. It wasn't just the returning to work I needed to focus on. When I say getting back into a routine, I had to work on many different areas in my life in order to get back into me mode. My sick and shut-in living was drastically different from my normal always-on-the-go living. My grocery shop lists are different. My house was set up differently. My schedule was going from having nothing but time to rest and heal back to a filled-up one and... My sleep schedule just has completely flip-flopped. For once, I was actually sleeping like a normal human being, but now that I've returned to work, I'm back to those good old shift side effects. It's been really crazy, but things are finally returning to normal, and I've prepared accordingly so things can run smoothly as possible. But enough about me. I want to help you continue in your growth and sticking with your goals as well, so for this a little over mid-January check-in, I want to bring you some questions that you can write down for self-evaluation and create a more vivid picture of what you want your year to look like and consist of. Now, these are not questions I came up with specifically for the show. They're actually questions I created for myself in order to prepare for my own 2020. I'm a big journal person, so even when I'm writing books, I'm still making sure I leave time day-to-day for journaling and reflecting on myself and my relationships with other people. So during my journaling time, I like to write down questions that I come up with, and they're not always easy questions. In fact, a lot of them over the years have required some heavy, heavy reflection. I feel that the questions I wrote down for myself at the start of the new year might be just as helpful for you as they have been for me. Now, don't go thinking that these questions are the end-all be-all to your year. They're really just questions that'll help you start creating or working to maintain the vision you have for your 2020. 
And you may have already mastered some of the things on that list. So if so, that's great. Just think of the list as questions and prompts to help you create your own self-reflection. If you're not driving while listening to this, feel free to grab something to write these questions down. But if you aren't able to write during this episode, don't worry, because I've created a free PDF that includes the questions I'm going to post to my website and also to the Readjusting My Crown Facebook page. Which, by the way, if you're not already following the Facebook page, take a second and go on over there to like and subscribe because I'll be a lot more active this year on Facebook. So, getting into the questions, number one would be, what is your theme word for 2020? Every year I like to not just go over my goals and reflect, but I like to think of what I want my year to look and feel like in a word that can overall describe that. And then for number two, what is your progress word going to be for 2020 and I ask what your progress word is going to be because your theme for 2020 is what you want to work on overall your progress word I would say is more of a descriptive word to describe how you're going to get there so take some time and make a list of descriptive words that can reflect how you want your year to look and how you're going to get there Number three, what are you going to do to allow yourself to have more fun? You're always working. You're always finding ways to better yourself and help others around you. But what are you going to do to let your hair down and just simply have a good time? Remember, making time for happiness is also a part of taking care of you. Number four is how are you going to give back to the world this year? I like to add this question in because I'm a firm believer in us all doing our part to put goodness into this world and give back. So whether it's donating money or items, signing up for volunteering opportunities, or even providing free courses on your topic of expertise, just be sure to make time to shine your light in this world. Number five is what do you want your spiritual life to look like in 2020? I don't know what your beliefs are, but I do know that many of us tend to believe in a higher power of some sort, and I like to build on my personal relationship with God each year and get closer and closer to Him and what the Bible teaches us about how we should carry ourselves. So for me each week, I evaluate my walk and whether I'm living a life that is pleasing to God or straying away from it. From there, I tend to make plans and come up with solutions to do better. So what do you want for yourself spiritually? Do you want to learn more about spirituality? Will you be continuing a spiritual life or are you just starting one? It's just things to think about. Number six, are you familiar with your coping mechanisms and do they work? Are you in tune with yourself to understand and execute healthy de-escalation when problems arise? Understanding your coping mechanisms, yours specifically, is a great way to gain control over your circumstances and your reactions to things and other people. Number seven is, what are your plans to stay healthy? 
How are you going to live your healthiest life this year? I'm not talking about just exercising, but also your plans when it comes to breaking unhealthy eating and drinking habits and even safe, intimate practices. All these things play a part in maintaining a healthy lifestyle. It doesn't just stop at hitting the gym to keep your body looking right. Being healthy requires internal and external work. Number eight is what will you be removing or adding to your diet for healthier eating choices? And this kind of ties into the questions about being healthier, but I wanted to break it down into a separate question for myself because I know that my eating habits can be both great and terrible. I definitely hit both extremes of the spectrum when it comes to food and drinks I put into my body. So I know that I'll be working to reduce soda intake because I love me some Coke, y'all. And also adding much more healthy cooking to my menu instead of constantly eating out. Because I'm one of those, like, as far as the meal planning goes, I'm a great meal planner when I actually do it. But how often I actually do it is the problem. (laughs) Number nine is what is your sleep routine going to be? This may not be a big issue for you, but it definitely made my list because sleep has always been a major problem for me. I was diagnosed with chronic insomnia back in 2009 and it's something that just has not let up for me. So instead of killing myself slowly by just caffeinating myself through life on no sleep like I used to do, I am now actively working to create a schedule for myself that includes what time I should be in bed, attempting to go to sleep by and also a certain amount of hours I need to stay in bed to get a good amount of sleep. My crazy work schedule kind of forces me to attempt sleep during the day so that makes it more of a challenge but I continue to put in the work by planning my sleep. Rest is extremely important to our health and emotional and mental well-being so it's a great thing to reflect on if you find yourself not getting a healthy amount of sleep each day. Number 10 is how are you enforcing boundaries this year? Boundaries are one of my favorite topics when I'm coaching and meeting with readjusting my crown ladies because once you establish boundaries in your life with people, you begin to finally take control of your life and emotions in a way like never before. Boundaries is all many of us need to remove a lot of the problems that arise in our lives. So I make sure every year to reflect on what boundaries I've created and whether or not they're being respected, because that's important too. Number 11 is, do you have an updated priority list? It's not just enough to create a priority list. In order to make sure you're engaging in intentional living, you're gonna need to make sure your list of what is important to you is routinely updated to fit the current season of your life. Things change yearly, quarterly, and sometimes even monthly and weekly, so it's important to always stay on top of what is important to you and why in order to manage your time wisely. Number 12 is how are you going to work on being in the moment? We spend so much time going over where we've been in life and where we're headed that sometimes we forget to slow down and be present in the now, so... How are you going to work on being still and embracing the current season you're in? How are you going to take time to enjoy life and all that you are while still looking ahead to where you desire to be? It's important to find that balance. Number 13 is what are your financial goals? 
Creating financial goals are an important part of planning for your year because it can be difficult to reach financial milestones when you don't have a starting point and a plan. If you want to save money, set an amount for the full year and then break that down into how much money you can save monthly to reach that goal. If you want to be debt free, make a list of your debts and prioritize which ones you'll pay off and in what order you'll do so. If you want to get rid of those awful student loans, speak to someone about a proper payment plan or consolidation companies that can make routine payments of your loans easier for you. But you have to start somewhere. And there's no better place to start than a goal list. Number 14 is how do you plan to take up space and live boldly? We all have different visions of how we want our lives to be, but one thing is for certain. We all want to leave a significant footprint on this earth before we're gone. How do you want to use this year to make a difference? What kind of impact do you want to leave with others? How will your... I was here for 2020 look. Number 15 is what does your book list look like? I don't know if you're a reader, but I absolutely love books and I have loved reading since I learned how to. So every year I create a new book list of books I want to read, books that I would like to read again, books that I can learn from, and also books that allow me to escape reality for a while and enjoy someone else's drama. It may sound like a tough goal, but I decided the last three years to create a goal for myself to read 250 books a year. Yes, it's a lot I know, but it's definitely possible. The last two years I've gotten into the 100 book realm, but didn't quite make it. I think last year was the closest I gotten. I believe without looking back at my list, I believe it was close to 115 books, but it may have been more or less. So this year I am determined to get it done. It's only a little over the midpoint of January and I've already read eight books, so I'm off to a pretty decent start. But if you like to read or would like to start enjoying reading as a hobby and growth resource, I recommend you use this criteria to create a reading list. It's kind of like a guideline I use for myself when creating the list of the books I want to read each year. So self-help books are first and foremost for me because they're very informative and they aid in our own journeys. Like you can always find some kind of self-help book that's going to inspire and motivate you to do something a little bit better and just improve yourself. Spiritual books are another one on my list because they help to enlighten us and kind of serve as great pick-me-ups in those rough days. So I definitely like to add some kind of book um, dealing with spirituality. Usually it's it's a Joyce Meyer, Mayer, uh, or T.D. Jakes, or Joel Osteen type book. Autobiographies are another one because I believe that you can learn a lot from reading about someone else's life. So I like to add autobiographies to my list of people I admire or just random people that I would like to learn more about because their lives just seem very intriguing. It's sometimes a refreshing read. And also find books that can lead to you finding a new hobby or craft. Are books that will help you to create more income streams for yourself. 
Using those categories kind of helped me create dope book lists over the years. And the list keeps on going because one book always opens the door to millions of others. Number 16 is how will you make time to create peace and stillness? In our crazy day-to-day hustle and bustle, it sometimes gets difficult to appreciate stillness and the benefits of it. So think about how you are going to embrace being still and embrace gratitude in your life. How are you going to introduce gratitude into your life if you haven't been practicing that already? Number 17 is have you said all that needed to be said in your relationships? Think about your relationships and feelings that you haven't been able to express for whatever reason. Were there things left unsaid? Does someone important to you have no clue that you were hurt by something they did? Do they know how appreciative you are of their loyalty or something great that they did? It doesn't necessarily have to be anything bad, just something that you haven't expressed fully. Being honest with yourself helps you to open up and be honest with others with how you feel so maybe take some time to write down your feelings first and then work your way up to eventually maybe by the end of this year or midway through the year being able to actually express those feelings to that person number 18 is how will you invest in your friendships this year to keep growing them Friendships are just like relationships in a sense. And what I mean by that is that they take just as much effort, honesty, consistency, and communication to be successful and healthy, just like intimate relationships do. So how are you going to be more of a friend to your friends? How are you going to be more supportive to your friends and loved ones? How are you going to be more present in their lives? Take time to reflect on how you can be the friend that you desire others to be for you. Number 19 is how are you going to use social media this year? Now, social media can be both fun and a distraction. It's easy to get caught up in all the different news stories, the funny updates, and even other people's drama. I, I know I'm definitely guilty of getting lost in scrolling. Once I find something interesting, I sometimes get lost and continue scrolling and scrolling, especially if I'm bored at work. But this can easily cause us to spend way too much time scrolling and observing everyone else's lives and foolery instead of working to improve our own. So do you feel like you spend too much time on social media? Be be honest with yourself. Be real. If you do, take time to write down alternatives for those times when you feel tempted to scroll. Designate log out times for yourself to unplug and, and do something more productive. Also, I want you to think about how you're using social media also. Are you using your platform in a way that reflects you in a positive light? Or are you using it for drama and negativity? Are you using it as a way to constantly compare your life to other people's? Stop that, stop that. Are you stalking past lovers and their new partners? Now be real with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself about how you use social media and how often if you're ever going to make changes in order to be more productive with your time. So 
First, be real with yourself about whether or not social media is helping or harming you. And then get clear about what role you want social media to play from here on out. And last but not least, number 20 is how will you be remixing your style? Now, I added this question to my list because I believe that no matter how well you may be doing and feeling in life, there's always room for improvement. There's always a way you can remix or reinvent your style, your behavior, your mindset, and plenty more. So take time to sit down and think about how you want the new and improved you to look. Like, for example, physically, are there new hairstyles you like to try? New hair colors? Is there a new style of clothing you like to try? Or a style that's more flattering? When you think about emotions, are are you going to be expressing yourself more this year? Do you feel you may need to humble yourself a little bit? Do you feel you need to stick up for yourself a little more? Mentally, will you be taking on a more positive way of thinking and speaking to yourself and others? Will you be taking more chances? Will you be allowing yourself to say yes to more things? I don't know about you, but I don't ever want to remain the same as I was. Now, that doesn't mean I want to change completely, but change does have to be present for growth to exist. So if you're not changing anything about yourself, you're not growing. So when I hear the phrase new year, new me, that doesn't come off to me as someone just completely throwing out everything they once was and becoming a whole new person. It's just a better me that's willing to make changes here and there to keep improving myself inside and out year by year. Well, that is it for my list. And I hope that you guys were able to catch all the questions and write them down in order to help you create your own list of questions. If you like this list and wasn't able to catch all of the questions, head over to the Readjusting My Crown Facebook page where I'll be dropping the questions more than likely tomorrow. And also, if you're a member of my mailing list, I'll be sending out a PDF with the questions included so that you'll have a physical copy you can print out to either keep at home for a reminder or keep anywhere you would like in order to revisit it as many times as you need to. So, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys have an amazing rest of the week. I will see you soon. Thanks for hanging out with me. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. And until next time, ready, set, grow. (laughs) 